Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 48. In this episode, ironic name, services. This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845-812-0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. It's now more than a week since an explosion ripped through a building in Scotland that was scheduled for demolition. At the time of the blast, an asbestos removal crew was working inside. Two men were severely injured, and one of them has subsequently died from his injuries. His colleague remains on a life support machine. Our thoughts are with the families, friends and colleagues of the two men at what must be a horrendous time. It's too early to speculate as to the precise cause of the deadly blast, and investigations are ongoing on site. However, all the signs are pointing towards a gas explosion. Only the findings of a health and safety executive investigation can state categorically why the gas service to the building remained live so close to the point of demolition. But this tragedy once again throws the issue of service disconnections into stark focus. Getting utility services such as electricity and gas disconnected from a building prior to demolition remains a major issue and a logistical challenge. We live in an age dogged by health and safety concerns, and yet it seems that utility companies are quite happy for live gas and live electricity to be pumped into an abandoned building for months or even years. It can take weeks or even months for a demolition company to get these services disconnected, and that disconnection remains a significant contract pinch point on many demolition projects. There have been countless attempts to centralise service disconnections in the past. There have been a multitude of companies that claimed they could fast-track the process. But, as far as I'm aware, the process still requires some poor unfortunate administrator within a demolition company to spend a large part of their working day hanging on a telephone line to a call centre, only to be told that a disconnection will take weeks to complete. Now obviously, I come at this and just about everything else from a demolition standpoint and I realise that utility companies are responsible for gas and electricity networks that are of a size and magnitude that is almost unimaginable. But I also realise that these utility companies employ literally thousands of people, that they regularly and without warning hike prices pretty much whenever they feel like it, and that they continually heap pressure on individuals and businesses to pay their bills by direct debit or online to ensure that their bottom line is not impacted by late payments. Those same utility companies have devised smart meters to monitor and control gas and electric supplies to domestic properties. And they've developed smart devices that allow consumers to control their heating and lighting remotely using nothing more than their smartphone. In an age in which I can set the temperature of my front room and the colour of the lighting in my kitchen while I'm hundreds of miles away, surely it's not beyond the wit of the utility companies to switch off their supplies and allow the demolition industry to go about its business. And now, a word from our sponsor. CanTrack Global provides the only tracking device capable of working on demolition equipment and attachments out of the box. 
Its super rugged design is fully waterproof and provides both the equipment location and the ability to recover in the event of a theft. Attachment recoveries were up 220% in 2016. See CanTrackGlobal.com or Google the CanTrack asset to find out more. There is a possibility that this podcast will be the last show for a short time, although I might squeeze in another one tomorrow if I can. I'm scheduled to be on holiday for two weeks starting tomorrow, although for reasons I won't bore you with here, it's still touch and go whether I will actually make it. Regardless, the show will return just as soon as I do. There is a heap of content scheduled to pop up automatically on demolitionnews.com while I'm away. A new episode of Demolition TV dropped onto our YouTube channel just yesterday. And as if that weren't enough, there's a new book being added to Amazon literally as we speak. Details of that book will be appearing on demolitionnews.com later today. So please look out for that too. If Demolition News Radio does fall silent suddenly, fear not. Because, as the governator put it, I'll be back. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or the Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.